cats, two pussies. This is Ronnie. And this is Lindsay. Hey there. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I, before we decided to like immediately kick into this, took a sip of my high life, not a sponsor, and <laughs> and now I feel like I immediately have to burp, and I am so sorry. It's it might it might come out. We used to be a burpy podcast, and when then we were like, no, that's actually kind of gross. <laughs> Maybe people don't want to listen to it, but it might happen. <laughs> I think it'll be totally fine. You know what I'm gonna do before we forget because we did forget last oh, week. Oh, we did. <sighs> We're the worst. <laughs> I'm going to light this candle. Awesome. And thank you to Kate for calling us out on that. We realized it as <laughs> I think as Lindsay was editing. But, you know, there's nothing you can do about it at that point. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my shtick was getting old. Fair, fair. I'm glad that Kate has taken up the panda mantle. <laughs> In the vein of noise, though, uh, we are still recording outside on the back porch on this frosty November day. Uh, but there's a lot of background noise today. So if you hear, I don't know, leaf blowers, the heat come on inside with Engineer Dan's mic, the like low-flying airplanes, neighbors' music, whatever... Roll with it. We are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have a great episode for today. We are very excited to talk about witch ladders. Yeah, witch ladders. I, I have been wanting to kind of do this episode for a while, and I can't wait to talk about it because I have very specific memories of witch ladders being like around growing up without knowing what they were so i can't wait cool dude that's awesome yeah but before we get to that Lindsay, how was your week i had a really good week oh sweet yeah uh i got my ps5 dope yes (laughs) i'm playing assassin's creed valhalla yeah you sent me a picture of your viking she looks like a badass yeah i have a badass viking lady her name's avor and she is tough as shit Nice. Yeah. Did you name her Avor? No, that's her oh, name. Okay, cool. It can be either dude Avor or gal Avor, depending on you know what you decide you sure. want to be. Yeah. And I just like badass ladies. So. Yeah, totally. If I have the option to play a like more female figure in a video game, I do. Totally. Yeah, I usually do. Yeah. Awesome. I had a kind of blah week. It was I don't know. It was just kind of meh. The weather started off great, and then it got real meh, and I was real busy with work stuff, and just, I don't know, wasn't feeling it this week. But then, then I got to meet Calais. Calais! (laughs) (laughs) So, Calais and I did a little uh, FaceTime chat the other night, and... Honestly, it was like the highlight of my week. Finally Aww. getting to meet our good friend, Calais. <laughs> <laughs> I almost was like, hey, Calais. And I was like, no, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> but she is just as lovely as I imagined. And <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed our, our conversation. And she sends kisses. So Aww. I blow you kisses. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was that was awesome. Sometimes, you know, I don't know. I don't get to meet like the siblings of friends very often. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, everybody lives everywhere. But when I do and I get to be like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> it was like mini Lindsay. <laughs> she is like mini Lindsay. She's a little tougher than I am, too. She's uh, usually ready to kick somebody's ass 
a few seconds before <laughs> I am. So <laughs> she's got she's got that awesome. going for her too. <laughs> well, it was such a delight to finally get to to meet Kelly, but not only because she's a fan of the podcast, but because she's your sister. Yes, my sister. <laughs> Lindsay, I heard a rumor. About what? That you got a new cat. Oh, I kind of did. Go on. I got a new Dungeons and Dragons cat. Dun, dun, dun. We need a Dungeons and Dragons noise. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what Dungeons and Dragons noises should be like. Like what? Clanking swords or... Yeah, I feel it's it's a big organ noise. I'll figure it Ooh, out. Ooh, okay. We can <laughs> that make, sounds we can, dirty. We can make that. You guys happen. got any Mountain Dew? <laughs> <laughs> it's just me licking Dorito dust off my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, uh, Dungeon Master Dan gave me a cat friend in our last Eberron game, and his name is Charlie. And he is a Valnar, which is like an ancient order of druid elves that got cursed to remain in their animal form forever, I guess, cool. or, or, or whatever. But Charlie is like this purplish, bluish, mountain lynx looking guy. Sweet. So he has like really big paws and silly long legs and, <laughs> and he came up to me and he was like, and I like, I was talking to him in my head. And he was like, I want to be your companion. And I was like, I also want you to be my companion. <laughs> if anybody out there ever decides to run any sort of role-playing fantasy game for Lindsay, shoe in, give her a pet. <laughs> <laughs> Although Charlie's not really a pet. No, no. He's a companion. Yeah. Um, and I've decided, my character Ashling has decided she's going to protect him at all costs. And Charlie lets me know when somebody is lying. That is the best. I know. It's so cool. <laughs> A real original, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that reads comic books knows that Lion Cat is a popular fixture in the mo- in the book saga. <laughs> <laughs> Write your own shit, dude. <laughs> Whatever. The, 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 what is it? Imitation is the biggest form of flattery? Yeah. 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 Fuck it. <laughs> it's and, a cool idea. <laughs> and I haven't read Saga, so. <laughs> I, I immediately I, I was care. like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I want a lion cat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, awesome. I can't wait to hear more in the future about the adventures of Ashley and Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to have many. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I guess that that's, that's that. We're ready to talk about witch ladders yeah. in just a moment. Totally. We'll be back in a sec. See you soon, witches. Witch ladders. Yeah. So uh, if you're not familiar with a witch ladder, I want to give you a little definition. I'll break it down for you. Cool. Okay. 
So a witch ladder is a form of folk magic or witchcraft that is made from braiding or knotting hair or cord, which is like rope or yarn or whatever, that constitutes a spell. It contains charms, components that are braided in with magical intent. So it's like a physical embodiment of a spell. Super cool. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. (laughs) And I have very vivid memories of, I can't even place where they were. I don't know if it was in my mom's house. I didn't have a chance to ask her about this and I will have to do so. But there's like, there's this memory that I have of a like a garland sort of like macrame cord with like cinnamon sticks and that sort of like it's a very sort of kitschy homey kitcheny kind of thing but it like was this specifically braided cord that had little things braided into it and that always sort of stuck with me as like you hang one of those in your kitchen I don't really know why it just felt like a kitchen should have one my kitchen does not but (laughs) yet (laughs) but I felt like you know that would just sort of stuck with me and Coupled with that, uh, maybe about four or five years ago now, I took my first real visit to Salem um, with a, a witchy friend, and we went into one of their first shops there, and they, hanging from the ceiling, they just had a bajillion witch ladders. And that gave me the opportunity to be like, oh, look at these things. Aren't they pretty? <laughs> and then be like oh, this is a witch ladder, and then ask about them and ask what, like, the differences were between them. And I've been really intrigued by them ever since to the point that, like, I wanted to use them as a craft at a LARP, and I have yet to make one of my own, but, like, I just think they're so cool and they're so pretty, and I like arts and crafts. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I wanted to talk about witch ladders. Yeah, dude, that's dope. (laughs) I also have never made one before. But I am familiar with what they are and what they're used for. So this was kind of an exciting episode for, for me to look into, too. Sweet. Well, why don't we share what we know about witch ladders, yeah. which is certainly not everything. <laughs> clearly, we've never made one. But, yeah. uh, but maybe this will inspire some folks to make their own. And, and yeah, we'll share what we know. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> Sweet. So a witch ladder is also known by other names. Uh, could be like witch's ladder, witch ladder, witch's garland, or rope and feathers. Oh. And I immediately thought rope and feathers would be such a great name for like a witchy shop. That would be an awesome name. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> but they have very old origins. This isn't like there are new modern traditions for this, but this isn't by any means a new witchcraft, new wicked thing. This is rooted in very old uh, folklore and folk magic, not just in the uh, the like sort of UK area, which is where we tend to think of witchcraft, mm-hmm. but this has a lot of roots in other cultures as well. Oh, neat. Uh, for example, not quite a traditional witch ladder that we would think of, but the Egyptian fishermen, for example, would weave charms and talisman and specifically fish skins, like dried fish skins, into their ropes and then cast them over the side of their boat to bring good luck or bountiful fishing. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's super like 
witch ladder-esque. Yeah. And there's like Eastern traditions as well of braiding um, certain types of cords, certain types of um, knotting, and little pieces of jade uh, to bring good fortune, prosperity, wealth, that sort of thing as well. Super and then those cool. would, I believe that those would be typically either like worn, like a necklace or um, hung from like the doorframe of a business or that sort of thing. Ooh, awesome. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So I came across an article that was discussing the, they were calling it the like the very first witch ladder that was found. I don't know how true that is because I imagine that they went much further back than this. This is like 1800s. But in Wellington in Somerset in the 1800s, it was around uh, 1878, 1879, there was a house that an old woman lived in and she was thought to be a witch. The house was getting demolished and these workmen's in like an attic or a roof space of the house found six brooms, an old armchair, and what they were calling a witch ladder, which was essentially a cord that had rooster feathers sort of inserted through it, kind of like braided through it. The cord was one and a half meters long. And the workman who discovered it said that the chair was for the witch to like rest in. <laughs> what chairs are used for? <laughs> yeah. Big surprise. Um, they said that the brooms were used for her to fly. Oh. <laughs> and they said that the witch ladder was used for her to cross the roof. Uh, go, okay, wait. <laughs> like an actual ladder? Well, it, I mean, it was, it was a meter and a half long, That's long. rope with feathers inserted into it. Like, I really don't think that it could be used as a physical ladder. But yeah, if me they neither. think that witches can fly on brooms, then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sometimes people are not that reasonable. That's fair. <laughs> uh, the witch ladder was also said by other people, you know, maybe it was used for, for getting away the milk from the neighbor's cows. And that's exactly how that's worded. And I don't know if they were if they were trying to say we are going to steal milk from this cow or we are going to like, you know, the cow is going to dry up. Getting away, getting away the milk. Getting away the milk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess I would interpret that as like almost like shooing away the milk. Get away. Getting away. Yeah. And yeah, making the cows dry up because that was, what is it with cows? We'll have to do an entire episode on fucking cows and witchcraft. (laughs) But that was, you know, such a big thing in like Nova Scotian folklore and witchcraft as well. Like that was the main thing that people were pissed at witches for was drying up their cows. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, maybe just fucking feed them more. (laughs) Right? So weird. So either that or for causing deaths. And it, it, it is said that they can be used to, like, curse people to death. Uh, and usually it has something to do with them hiding the witch ladder in, in a house somewhere, like in a roof or a wall. And the only way to break the curse is for the cursed person to find it and untie all the knots. Yeah, I had seen uh, something along that lines as well, and that this was sort of a form of like 
like evil intent, malice magic, I will call it. Yeah. Uh, but it was very like almost almost because it also takes into account uh, very like personal items like charms and totems and talismans and could be braided with hair. Yeah. And like that, like it reminds me of a witch bottle, which is a totally different episode. <laughs> but like you take like fingernail clippings and shit like that from the person and like put it in a bottle. Like it's Ugh. like it. It was definitely seen as not a, like, lovely blessing of your home, but as a, like, oh, fuck, they cursed her. Yeah. It's yeah. so crazy. So, somehow, this witch ladder gets in the hands of this dude, Edward Burnett Tyler, who was this anthropologist in England. And he presented this item to the British Association for the Advancement of Science. This was in 1887. So these dudes, he's like presenting it to them and he's being like, this is a witch's ladder, blah, blah, blah. And these dudes get up and they look at him and they're like, dude, that's a Sewell. <laughs> Which is like a scarecrow basically made out of some type of cord and feathers used to keep deer out of a certain area. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So it was like they looked at this and they were like, yeah, we know what that is and it's a nothing. But I'm guessing Mr. Edwards was like, no, it's a witch ladder. Yeah. T Mr. Tyler. Mr. Oh, sorry. Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, either way, what, whether whether it is a Sewell or witch's ladder, it is currently on display at the Pitt Rivers Museum at Oxford. Oh. And it is labeled as a witch's ladder there. That's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was also written up, that same account uh, was written up in the Journal of Folklore in 1887. Yeah. And I love that there is a Journal of Folklore. Yeah. And so now I need I need all the old copies of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I... I like I just think they're fucking cool. Like they they sound cool in history. They have a cool folklore origin. I like the idea of to me it's almost the same as like if you're a Christian wearing a cross for, you know, for a blessing or, you know, wearing your favorite like lucky socks for a basketball game. Like it's it's this little piece of like folklore good luck charm magic that you can create give hang in your house like that sort of thing and and i find them fascinating whether they're you know accurate true or were just used for scaring deer <laughs> <laughs> so so originally they were thought to cause harm essentially uh but in more sort of modern uh witchcraft they have multiple uses so they can still very much be used to braid in, create hexes, pains, ailments for the intended. I'll use the word victim, but <laughs> because it's certainly not a willing participant. But they can also be used for things like spells for the self. So protection in your home, blessing your home, uh, healing to encourage love or harmony for uh, money or success. And, you know, as I mentioned at the sort of top of this, it's very much braiding in the intention of a spell. So it's the physical embodiment of a spell, and you can cast a spell for almost anything. So it would stand to reason that if you can braid these things into some sort of form, then you could have a witch ladder that suits your own personal needs. And then I saw as well, they can be used for 
not even just spell work, but also things like meditation. So if you have a very personal one uh, that, you know, maybe you're using it as a spell aid and using it for a personal meditation or some spells need to be repeated and almost like beads on a rosary or on like a Buddha prayer cord kind of thing where you're like going through and you're like thinking about it with each knot. So depending on how many knots are in your witch ladder with each one, if there's a specific amount of repetition that is required for a spell to work or a ritual to work, then you would go through and with each one of those knots, you would repeat the spell and enhance the spell through the use of the witch ladder. Super cool, dude. Yeah. So does there do you have to weave something into it? Does there have to be like feathers or can you just do the knot tying and that's enough? So I've seen both in uh, albeit my limited reading, but I don't I guess for me personally, I don't think it makes it less of a witch ladder if it doesn't have things in it. But the very traditional form is as you mentioned. It's a it's a longer ladder. Um, that has somewhere around 40 knots for that like a meter and a half wow. and has at least nine feathers into it. And those feathers should be of different colors. Oh. But that can be hard to find okay. because, you know, I think as well, it depends on your personal practice. But for me, I would want to use original feathers. Like I wouldn't want to buy like a craft, like, batch dyed green goose feather kind of yeah. thing personally but i'm not like by any means poo-pooing that if that's you know meaningful for for a listener and that and you know that's what they're making because they want that particular color for their spell awesome do it but nine different colors is kind of hard to find yeah yeah i mean especially if you're just finding them on the ground yeah for sure <laughs> i also saw another one that was uh the more sort of modern tradition, uh, traditional version as it relates to, I believe, Wicca, but I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to like follow up on that. I only found one source for this one, so I'd want to probably dig a little deeper, but it did say that it was not only nine different feathers, but specifically red, black, and white cords. And cord, again, can be yarn, hemp rope, embroidery thread, kind of depends on what you're like, you know, using. I would probably go some sort of yarn or macrame type cord. Yeah, I think I probably, I mean, I would probably use whatever I have. I keep thinking about like friendship bracelets. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, <laughs> I think that this is where like some of my love for witch letter comes from because I was obsessed with making friendship bracelets as a kid <laughs> to the point that like I still make them. I, I do too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made one in a while, but last year, so 2019, I really wanted to like have a physical embodiment of my intention per season. And I had a different friendship bracelet for every season, starting with winter, and then wore like through the following winter, wore them all together, like as the seasons grew. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of, and especially if you're like, putting your intention into the bracelet as you're making it. It really feels witch laddery to totally. me. Totally. Absolutely. Because I also, when I was doing mine, uh, put specific amount of knots. So it was, oh. yeah, I did um, I did seven of each color. So it would be like seven green, seven blue, seven brown. Cool. Seven green, seven blue, seven brown. Yeah. Until it was like long enough to go around my wrist. Yeah. Yeah. 
But a traditional, like, more traditional, (laughs) (laughs) different versions, I suppose, of witch ladders do use different types of knots and different combinations of, like, knots and things and colors. And very much like you can use this to sort of weave your spell magic. Like in any spell we've mentioned before, things like green candles or pink crystals or that sort of thing, what you're weaving into it can absolutely affect the power of your witch ladder as well. So 40 knots is very common for a modern sort of witch ladder. But I've seen them with um, as few as three knots. Nine knots is very common. 13 knots is very common. I'm always drawn to the number seven. I don't know why. But for me, I I would want seven knots. But, But yeah, it's... It's about what you're doing and different numbers of different significances in spell work and witchcraft and folklore and that sort of thing as well. Right, right. I'm always drawn to the number nine. I would probably go nine. Sweet. Well, I happen to have a book. Ooh. So I've got this cool book called Not Magic by Sarah Bartlett. And it's a cute little book if you're like sort of interested in like beginning, I suppose, Not Magic, which is a whole thing unto itself, but definitely involves witch ladders. And so I wanted to share a little of like some of the color number correspondences. So let me give you a sec. I'm going to look up nine for you. Awesome. Okay. (laughs) So according to this particular book, the number nine is associated with career and lifestyle. Oh man. When braided, (laughs) With gold, yellow, or green, you could include things like sunflowers, olive branches, pieces of cedar or sandalwood, jade, citrine, or sunstone. And there's different spells that you can use with that. Cool. It's also included with prosperity and abundance. That's nice. With yellow, red, and white. Braiding in, again, sunflowers. Uh, Basil. Rice would be, it says rice, but rice would seem like it would be hard. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This was more like sort of the the spell work. Like if you're braiding, you could use this as part of your intention, as part of your spell work. Because maybe you make a tiny uh, little like nine knotted witch ladder that holds a little bag of rice at the bottom. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Bag of rice, I think, is doable. (laughs) (laughs) And then also with travel and adventure. Oh, fun. So red, green, yellow, white with clover, citrus, and ginger. Ooh. Yeah. We we love ginger. (laughs) We do. (laughs) (laughs) What's it say for seven? Uh, Seven is also travel and adventure, um, career and lifestyle, but also with love. Aww. So with love, you might want to braid red, pink, or white colors. Um, include things like maybe dried apple slices or uh, sprigs of mint, maybe a little like rose petal, a dried rose or a little baggie of petals, um, and jasmine, as well as things like rose quartz, um, garnet, which is expensive, (laughs) or uh, a stone I've never heard of. Ooh, I'll have to look up what red carnelian is. Ooh, I've heard of red carnelian. Really? Yeah. I have to check it out. (laughs) But yeah, there's... There's lots of different, you know, like love, friends and family, you know, healing and protection and different suggestions here on like colors and different things that you can weave to go with those depending on the spell. And then also, you know, taking into account, you know, if you're, I don't know, if you're casting a spell for 
making a, a witch ladder for something maybe that is associated with visions or clairvoyancy or to enhance your like psychic abilities maybe you want to do that on a like certain lunar phase and include things like mugwort and stuff like that in it oh yeah that's a great yeah. idea yeah awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so i also wanted to touch a little bit on the knots themselves because you're braiding i don't know i can braid can you braid I mean, I can, like, very basic braid, right, yeah. Right, like a three-string braid. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, a three-string ba- braid is still a knot. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that a yeah. braid was a knot. Technically, you're binding cords together. But there are some fancy knots out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, some, like, things that you might want to consider as you're, like, you know, getting into string magic, knot magic, witch ladders, things like a monkey braid. Whoa. So a monkey braid is one piece of string and it sort of loops over itself over and over and over. It's almost like a friendship bracelet, but it is used to manifest the spell. You could use something like a figure eight knot as you're going through. So you've got your cords, you're weaving other things in, and you tie a figure eight knot that binds the spell. Oh. You could weave in if you had like braid one cord for maybe um, for maybe yourself and braid another cord for someone else and then loop them together using a Celtic knot, which is eternal love. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And also things like even like sort of more simple things like that's why I say like braiding. So a four strand plate, which I recently did uh, myself as a, a sort of an intention binding, enhancing as part of a gift. And it wasn't as difficult as I thought. I was like, oh, crap, a four-string braid. <laughs> but I've made collar bread before, so fuck it. Let's give it a try. It wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. And it is used to double the intention. Oh, cool. So as you're going through, not thinking about not only what you're using, what colors you're using, what you're braiding in, what the intention is should also be reflected in the knots themselves. <laughs> Awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I need to look at the like four strand braid now. I think I've never <laughs> seen that before. It's really it's really cool. There's different ways to do a four strand braid. And I will say uh, I used the one in this book, not magic, uh, because it was the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> it was the diagram was really helpful. <laughs> and once you get going, it was like, oh, OK, yep, I, I see the pattern here. <laughs> but it, ta- it definitely took a couple of tries to get it right. <laughs> Cool. Well, that's a, a very, like, I feel like a, a lovely little warm introduction to witch ladders. Yeah, I definitely feel like I have a, a better understanding of what they are, what they're used for, how to go about making one. So I want to take maybe like a, a two-second break and contemplate during this break. If you had to make a witch ladder, Lindsay, what would be in your witch ladder? Oh. I'll do the same and we'll come back. Awesome. Cool. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) We'll see you soon, witches.
Welcome back. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you have yours ready? I mean, <laughs> I thought about it a little. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you could make a witch ladder out of anything, any supplies, no, like, no thought to cost or where the fuck will I get that? <laughs> what would you put in your witch ladder and what would it be for? I, w- I, I like the idea of putting found things into my witch ladder. So I would probably go, I, I do like feathers. I would probably put in some found feathers if I could find like little tufts of fur on the ground or something from like, you know, animals beating each other up. I'd probably weave some of that in there. I'd probably put some beads in it. I don't know what kind of beads, just like, you know, whatever beads, maybe buttons. I always have like a whole bunch of buttons (laughs) that I never use. Uh, And maybe I probably wouldn't go like hair or anything like that (laughs) because I think that's weird. But I am weird and I have these like old rotten wisdom teeth that used to be in my face. So and I've been looking for something to (laughs) use them for. So maybe I'd toss them in there, too. Oh, my God. (laughs) Teeth, buttons and scraps of beat up bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that sounds (laughs) that sounds like a witch ladder of like a scrappy punk if I've ever seen one. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) How about you? What would you put in yours? Okay, so I currently have uh, about half a dozen feathers from, I believe, a catbird. And the catbirds made a nest in the blackberry bush this year. And I think one of them got got by a hawk. Oh. So I collected a bunch of the feathers. So I would probably start with the catbird feathers, but I'd also want a blue jay feather because I'm really partial to blue jays. They're loud and obnoxious and awkward and they're kind of mean, but they're also really protective. Uh, All reasons why they're awesome. (laughs) So catbird feathers from the yard, blue jay feather because they're awesome. I really like marbles. Oh. So I would find a cool way to like macrame in a couple of like old school glass marbles. I've just, I don't know, I'm always partial to marbles. That's super cool. I would probably use bits of tattered cloth. So, like, maybe pieces of old t-shirts or, like, scraps from, like, the hem of a dress. Or I'm thinking about the fact that, like, the patchwork quilts that I have are largely in frayed tatters now. They're so old and well-loved that I would take pieces of those and braid it in. It would be kind of like this this hairy, gnarly-looking thing. It wouldn't be smooth, cord, very sleek-looking. It would be little bits sticking out everywhere like crazy. Awesome. And I'd probably put some pe- pieces of driftwood in it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I was gifted some lovely little pieces of of driftwood from a favorite beach nearby here in Massachusetts and I would find a way to like maybe like hang it from one of those or like use that as the pendulum at the bottom. Cool. And lastly, maybe a couple of bells. Oh, very nice. Because I think it would be cool to like hang it somewhere where the wind blows through an open window and it would tinkle. Very nice. I love that. It sounds beautiful. (laughs) I have no idea what the intention behind it would be, but I think it would just make me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Not to put you on the spot or anything there, Engineer Dan, but (laughs) now, now I'm intrigued to ask, if you had to make a witch ladder out of anything, what would you put in your witch ladder? I'm going to answer your question with a question, Ronnie. (laughs) What 
do you suppose they say about marble lovers who don't have any marbles? Why do you think I don't have any marbles? I don't think you have any marbles. I have a couple. I think you lost your marbles. (laughs) (laughs) I got really defensive about that. (laughs) I have marbles. I have marbles. I, as far as witch ladders go, I am, I mean, I feel like my vans are my witch ladder because I am, like, I had a double tie. The, I'm always tripping over my shoelaces. Me and cord. I don't know. Maybe I should, <laughs> is there a Velcro version? <laughs> <laughs> I do like a friendship bracelet mentioned earlier. And I do like things sort of like, I guess, sort of like braided into the friendship bracelet. And marbles sound nice, you know, and, and feathers sound cool. All that sounds great. Maybe I'll tackle the, the, the rice thing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that requires a lot of patience. It would demonstrate that that would be my, like my, my artifact of, uh, of patience. That's fair. That's fair. I bet a pasta noodle would be easier. <laughs> a like pasta a, noodle? Like a macaroni. Oh, <laughs> like a macaroni necklace. Yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me? <laughs> Guess what you're getting for Christmas. Are you guys guys trying to tell me that macaroni art is a witch ladder? (laughs) If it's braided with magical intent, maybe. Yeah, and easier than rice. Well, you know. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. Rice is way above my pay grade. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I couldn't handle that at all. Whatever... I don't know. Maybe I. I just want my witch braid at the end of the day to look kind of panda adjacent. Cool. <laughs> so it'll be awkward and probably not braided, and <laughs> <laughs> it'll but be, be, but be called a braid. <laughs> it'll have delicious bamboo in it, and people want to see my witch ladder from. They will come from miles around <laughs> just to watch my witch ladder play with leaves. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well. Before we sign off, I happened to find a little chant, a little like, as you're making your witch ladder, maybe these are things that you could say to it as you're like weaving the intent in. And I was drawn to it, Lindsay, because it goes to nine knots. Ooh. So I figured I'd share. And this is just one witch's uh, offering out there on the internet. So... I'm sure you could come up with your own if you're poetic. Um, even if you're not, I'm sure you could come <laughs> up with it. Because here we go. All right. So as you're making your witch ladder, you would say something like, By the knot of one, the spell's begun. By the knot of two, the magic comes true. By the knot of three, so shall it be. By the knot of four, the power is stored. By the knot of five, my will shall drive. By the knot of six, the spell I fix. By the knot of seven, the future I leaven. By the knot of eight, my will be fate. And by the knot of nine, what done is mine. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you've probably come up with your own version. <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed chatting about witch letters. So have I. Maybe I'll get my craft on this week and share some photos. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. Awesome, <laughs> dude. Well, we'll be back next week with a whole brand new episode. A whole new cat story. But until then, hang in there. Maybe you are going to have a great week. Maybe you'll have a blah week. No matter what, we hope to he- see you again next week. Remember, no pervs, no Nazis. 
Totally. Hey guys, I found the Mountain Dew! <laughs>